Hi, this is Dave Buchanan, and welcome to the Public Safety First podcast. The podcast you're about to hear is part of our Roadmap podcast series, which provides more information about the FirstNet Authority Roadmap, our guide to the future of FirstNet. As part of this series, we're showcasing the six domains that provide the foundation for the roadmap. Today's episode dives into the user experience domain, which focuses on how we can equip first responders with simple, easy to use devices and apps so they can easily communicate and access the information they need. In today's episode, FirstNet Authority Senior Public Safety Advisor David Faulkner speaks with Sergeant Fraylin Young Jr. of the Mesa, Arizona Police Department about how his agency is using FirstNet, developing a new app to help with records management and data collection in the field. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Public Safety First, a podcast to help you learn about the First Responder Network Authority and how you can be part of the future of public safety technology. And now, your host. This is Dave Faulkner, a Senior Public Safety Advisor from FirstNet. This is the Public Safety First podcast. Good evening, Fraylin. I really appreciate you joining us. Uh, I had a couple questions for you. Would you mind telling a little bit about yourself first, your department, and some of the unique challenges that you face over at Mesa PD? Yeah, sure, no problem. My name is Fraylin Young, Jr. I'm a sergeant with the Mesa Police Department. I'm a 21-year veteran of the department. Currently, I'm assigned to our Technical Services Division, um, and I'm responsible for field technology and innovation. Basically, anything that goes in our patrol cars for our field uh, personnel, patrol personnel, operations personnel, usually comes to me first for evaluation and to make sure that it's the right product for our, our officers and our detectives. First time I met you, Fraylin, I came over to watch you guys roll out some of the first FirstNet phones. I wanted to sit down with a uh, field squad, see how it went. And essentially, that's kind of my question is your, your department is in the process of transitioning to FirstNet. Could you talk a little bit about that? And why did Mesa PD choose to join the network? And how's this rollout going for you? Back in February, we started a rollout of 425 FirstNet phones, in particular iPhone XRs. So we started back in October with a deployment, and we were looking at FirstNet phones and the service. And we had the president come out to our airport out east. It's called Phoenix Mesa Gateway Airport. And he had a rally out there. And we did a live deployment of these phones. And the service that we observed with the phones, they were able to, with the thousands of people that were at that location, they were able to operate. Whereas some of the technologies that we had were overwhelmed at the time. The uh, deployment has gone well with the phones. A lot of the officers actually looked forward to it because they weren't able to call our citizens back in a timely manner. And the citizens didn't have a way to directly connect to the officers. So with these phones, uh, the citizens can call the officers directly, leave a voicemail for them and get that one-on-one interaction and timely response to their questions and their calls. Was there any other success stories or lessons learned that you've done? Yes, currently we are deploying a new RMS system in Mesa. And part of that RMS system, has it has a mobile application that we're going to use on, the, on our FirstNet phones for patrol. That application will allow the officers to use their phone to capture and scan driver's licenses, registrations, run inquiries from the phone in the field. Um, they'll also be able to collect photos. They'll also be able to use that for dictation of their reports. They can do voice-to-text inside of that application. For any kind of minor case, say if we had a, a, an accident, a traffic accident, the officers could be writing the same information five to six times 
over and over. With the use of this app on the phone and the phones in the field, they'll be able to capture it, and all that information will be electronically transferred into our RMS system. Our digital management system, currently we use point-and-shoot cameras, our officers do, for minor crimes, which requires them to take pictures at the end of the night, pull an SD card out of the camera, carry it inside the station, download it in the computer, and upload it into the server. With this app that we are developing and almost have live, we, it's really close to being live right now, they'll be able to take the photos in the field using the app for that evidence management system and upload it right from the field. So it'll take out the time needed for them to take the SD card out, plug it in the computer, and that whole process will be gone. What led your agency to, to use you or to pursue these new technologies? I, I, it's great that they have a guy like you that, that's an officer and has an understanding of technology. Well, I appreciate that, Dave. During my career, I've, had, I've run the gamut of different types of assignments, from patrol officer, narcotics detective, gang detective, investigative detective, supervisor. During all these times, I used to talk to my squad mates, squad mates would talk to me or my supervisors, and there, there had to be a better way of the way we were doing things because a lot of the stuff that we were doing was, was inefficient. It appeared inefficient, at least. The duplication of, of entry of information several times and the possibility of that information by, by mistake, typing it in incorrectly into the computer system, something like that, that's huge in our, in our, in our realm with legal proceedings and whatnot. It's huge. So I'd always looked at that, and usually when iPhones came out, iPads came out, especially when we were in the cars in, in plainclothes assignments or non-patrol assignments, having the access to that type of information on the go was awesome, whereas before it was a binder that we carried around with printed out papers. I, I'm sure you, you remember that. A lot and, of lost time. Yes, a lot of lost time. So I've always, been, I've always looked at that process, and I'm, I'm one of those guys that ask why all the time. Why are we doing it this way? Well, we've always done it this way. That's right now the way I feel about things now and the, how I've always felt was sometimes that's not good enough. We can improve ourselves. If there's a possibility to improve things, we should be looking at that. The phones that we have now, they're always live. They're always connected to our servers. Categories are always up, are always correct and always updated to the most current version. And it just allows them not to, it minimizes the possibility for them to miscategorize those files with the metadata. Is there any challenges like with cybersecurity or uh, getting the officers trained? Have you seen any issues with that? We'll start with uh, getting to buy-in from the leadership. Mesa PD has always been forward-thinking, especially in technology, to try and leverage that type of uh, technology to make it help, our, help us do our jobs more efficiently. Our current leadership and our past leadership, that has been, that has been our mission. Anything that we can do to help our officers do their job more efficiently, effectively, and most importantly, safely, and look to implement. Were there things that you saw in uh, getting this out to the officers in the field that uh, things you could share that would help others are going to be doing the same thing? Dedicate the proper amount of resources needed to effectively train the officers on what, what they need to do. We established prior to going out, we have both our sworn personnel and we have IT personnel. They're able to make sure that Everything on the back end works the way it's supposed to be for the officers, making sure that their the firewalls are set up, making sure that their um, that all their permissions and whatnot that they need to use the programs and the applications on the phone are set up correctly. Are there any uh, policies or processes that you guys had to change because of this? Yes, our policies regarding our mobile device usage was changed uh, significantly. The policy dealt mainly with cell phones didn't meet 
the standards, the national standards or the suggested standards nationally by IACP, major city chiefs, uh, regarding mobile device usage. So we modeled our policy with, with those recommendations in mind. The phones, the direction we give per policy is that they are for business-related purposes only. And we recommend that they use them when they're at work, not on their off hours. There's so much gear on an officer's belt. Where are the guys and gals carrying the phones on? It depends on the type of uniform that they wear. We we have our, our Class B's uniform that are, you know, our polyester uh, uniforms. And we, we also allow our officers to wear a soft softer uniform that has an external vest carrier. Given that we gave devices to officers, patrol officers in particular, previously for the Axon device, a lot of them had pockets that they were putting that device in, which is a little smaller than the XR, and a lot of them are utilizing that same pocket on their external vest. The people in their Class Bs or in their polyester uniforms, they have, we give them a clip, and they usually put it on their belt. That's a, I mean, we both know it's a big issue for folks out on the street. Yeah, you know, absolutely. We come with all these great ideas and new technology, but their gear belt is already full. Yeah. And uh, so... Yeah, and, we, that, and we brought them in on board. We we have a... There's a small group of patrol officers in the field that we count on regularly to test things, and we'll give that to them and say, hey, what do you think? Um, and not only for, for the phone, for pretty much every program that's going to impact their operations, we'll pull a small group. This is what we're thinking about doing. What do you guys think about it? And if if it's good, great. If it's not, we have work to do, obviously. With what you've seen, is there other things you'd like to see or other capabilities that would be helpful to you guys? We're trying to leverage at Mesa some of the vendors and, and programs that we have right now. We're going back to our vendors and saying, hey, what do you have as far as an application? Do you have an application for this? And surprisingly, some do. So we can put those applications on the phones, whereas before we had to go to a desktop and log in or go back to your car and log in where the application, we can put it on their phone and they'll have the same capability and that they have on their desktop. They don't have to go back to the station. Thanks, Fraylon. Really sure. appreciate you spending the time today. No problem. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. We're excited to have you join our podcast community. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You can learn more about the First Responder Network Authority at FirstNet.gov and learn about FirstNet products and services at FirstNet.com.